Hello world, we are Sarwa and Sofia. We are honored that you're embarking this journey with us. Coming to you from across continents in early Sunday mornings. We are here to talk to you about life, love, self-worth, relationships, hardships, motivation, career, creativity, and everything in between. So make yourself comfortable, grab a cup of tea or coffee, and enjoy your early birth talk. first episode today yay cool really super excited <laughs> cool uh drum rolls of course and speaking of uh today's topic we will be uh talking about one thing <laughs> that's been haunting a few of us and maybe was a unique experience for the others it depends on where you stand and so without further ado what are we going to talk about today, Salwa? Okay, it is obvious we are doing, living to, do, during a rough period and we are learning new vocabulary, things like um, social distancing, flatten the curve, one meter minimum, and suddenly <laughs> they're taking a big part of our lives, so we can not talk about this. So we thought there's one particular um, word that is actually hard to cope with maybe and that is quarantine so we were thinking yeah. just why is it so hard to sit still and listen I guess and that's what we want to talk about today oh get a move right and so and I and I believe people are really different and we are also different so some people are coping with this better than others others are already panicking you realize oh, how okay. you know um it's always good to have second plan so anyway it is hard to stay home um i think part of that is the fact that let's just um take a, some steps back and remember how we were living um right before this quarantine because now we seem to forget because we get used easily to a new atmosphere and a new way of living it's something about that it's really um astonishing how the human spirit and body just um gets used to a new environment so easily. So anyway, alhamdulillah, I mean, alhamdulillah, thank God. But right before, we were living in a fast-paced world and we were always on the go, um, always consuming one thing after the other. And during that time, we rarely got the chance to just take time to slow down, to sit back and relax and think. So somehow this period is forcing us to do so and Maybe for those of us who are spending their time with their families, it might not feel that um, that big. I mean, you don't feel the solitary part of it that much, but um, you definitely do for the ones that um, are quarantined on their own. So th that feeling might come up even yeah. even more and more. Um, yeah, so it's like suddenly we are face to face with ourselves and we're forced to spend time with our own company. I guess uh, if you're in ease with with being on your own, you're living on your own, so you definitely are enjoying your own company. That's no wonder. 
But that's a good question to ask oneself. It is actually the time to do so. And even if we, if we are with others, somehow it's not the same as before because we stop seeing each other as the roles we're playing, maybe husband and wife, mother and daughter, brother and sister, a friend and roommate or whatever, but as who really we really are and just that. Um, because we're faced with a reality yes. that brings the truthness, trueness of who we are. Um, and as you said, I I even social media has changed, right? I mean... Yeah, and a lot of cooking as well. I don't know if you noticed, but everyone is trying to cook now their meals mindfully. Exactly. And I I'm part of that movement, by the way. I made my very oh, first right. couscous last Friday. Oh my god. I'm just like, that's really cool. I, I never did. <laughs> I had to be locked in my own space for one month to finally um, embrace <laughs> and unlock <laughs> the Moroccan abilities of... I know you really did it the Moroccan way, but whatever. Um, but the point he here that I'm trying to make, it's really something that is raw and honest and fragile that is coming. Mm -hmm. And it is beautiful because it is authentic. People are trying new recipes, parents are joining their children in a family painting session, um, couples are reinvesting their one oh. square meter windows, yeah. <laughs> Do you think that it's healthier, um, like in these isolation moments, to just try to spend as much time alone as possible, or would it be alienating? Yeah, def that's definitely one of the main subject that comes out of this stillness idea is um, maybe we'll be talking about it even further later but if we are um, locked down and if, if we are talking about spending time with ourselves um, we really have to be honest here I mean I'm not spending time with myself is my, if my phone is ringing every five minutes and I'm receiving a notification from whatsapp every uh, hour and a call from Instagram on, you know, that's not spending time with oneself. That's actually social distancing that's, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm still being in a social platform. It's just virtual. And if you really want to be raw and honest, it, you're going to shut your phone off for one hour or maybe just f five minutes for, for a start and sit still, look at the sky look at the clouds um don't think that's that's spending time with yourself that's i think and not listening to music nor nor anything else not having anything on the background because that's always dragging our attention away and that's what we were used to all the time that's what happening from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to sleep our attention is always um taken away by something exterior from the exterior world, either from our phones, from our laptops, from um, billboards when when we used to be outside and in the outer world, and even when we start feeling a little bit bored, the f the first reaction we have is to just grab your phone and check it, um, and maybe let's just try to do something different from that. And when you're bored, just look up, look outside, or look inside and just be yeah definitely 
I think that what you said here is like the concept of boredom. I think that before confinement, before this universal international situation that we are living in, um, we've been faced with boredom a few times as individuals, I guess. So what is different this time is I think that a lot of people are feeling bored at the same time. And apart from from this is there's there are no outdoors activities. So there's like this whole set of activities that you cannot do and the means are kind of limited if you want to live um, like honestly with yourself and just be a good human. <laughs> so I wonder, uh, as a, I guess that humanity has a lot of things to learn from this. So can we say that this is a humanity turning point, like historical turning point in our lives? I guess it could be and it will be if we try to make it so it'll be a humanitarian turning point if we work on making it so and I think we have all our chances for that and all the reasons to go through this and make it uh, as best or make the best out of it um, it's definitely an opportunity for, for all of us. I, I've never seen it as a problem. I think that those negative thoughts are just like, like they're just like, uh, uh, because priorities shift. And as you said, you get time to know your intention. So is your intention to live by yourself and go after stuff or to spend more quality time with your family? It all depends on everyone's orientation and just vision in life i guess mm. so yeah and maybe it's so not that easy for everyone to figure out th what that intention is um but i really firmly believe that in the state of stillness itself that intention actually somehow mm -hmm. comes up let's maybe just bring in um one example here and i'm thinking about the story of maria maria said i'm uh, mary uh, Virgin Mary, who mm -hmm. had to sit still, um, somehow lock herself uh, in a in a synagogue, and mm -hmm. fast. So she wasn't talking; she was fasting because God asked her so, and somehow that's how she she received the messages of God. That's because she was in that state of stillness and listening. And saying that, it reminds me of the saying of Eckhart Tolle, where he says, uh, or something like that, stillness is a place of no thoughts. Uh, actually, it's just it's sitting back and trying to think, but it's actually just sitting back and stopping the thinking process that we the thinking flow we are used to do and being there we maybe finally connect to the true source source of knowledge because in letting go we are setting ourselves to receive um, and being comfortable of with a state of no thinking is somehow our path to being comfortable with just being yeah uh, I, I agree with you. The thing is, um, and I have, I have, like, when I was reading it, I remember this is like, 
He said like stillness in this way is going beyond thoughts. It's not ignoring the thoughts that you are having right now as you are sitting still because definitely when you are sitting still or doing meditation, you have a lot of thoughts coming in and generally uh, your yoga teacher or whoever would tell you ignore the thoughts and you just have to see like the void and all of the things. For some of us this is hard so when I read Eckhart Tolle's words about it I was like really uh, really happy because I'm just like oh I can relate. So. He just like invites you to just acknowledge the thoughts and he says like, I remember this, like he said like, attention is primordial intelligence. So where you put your attention is very important when you are sitting still. Like we are confined and we cannot sit still. How can we start to sit still? <laughs> Well, first, first of all, um, I think we have to deal with the idea, um, let go a little bit of the idea of this um, uh, era uh, that we have to be productive. I mean, it's our chance to let go a little bit of that and start thinking with maybe a slightly different state of mind than productivity and efficiency. Try to have moments of shutdown of the external world every day maybe it's just five minutes it's okay start small and build from there and maybe from there start to add on activities that are related to that so for instance um, I'll decide to do that every day at um, 11 a.m. so I sit still for five minutes and then I'll add on um, cooking a home-cooked meal and trying a new recipe you are used to dance, maybe now try singing. Um, if you're used to painting, maybe now try writing or whatever. Um, it could be also, I've never um, taken naps and right now I am going to. <laughs> I think most importantly um, is just do, yeah. I mean, do the thing that you feel like doing. Um, maybe it's not, it's something else mm -hmm. and not what we were talking about that's not the point it's just a list of examples remember that the most important mm -hmm. thing is to connect to your gut to yourself if we were in a yoga session the yogi would be saying your third eye your instinct or whatever that is whatever <laughs> you call it that's the thing your purpose is oprah would say be aligned with your purpose <laughs> right <laughs> how, how would you know that that's your purpose right i mean it's connecting with that guilt, oh. it's feeling um, feeling the alignment and it's feeling good about the thing you do and that's... Also signs, signs, like you just have to be careful. I really feel so sorry for people who cannot see signs. But how can you see signs if you're not listening? You just have to sit still. Like people, when we are speaking about like stillness, you should not confuse it or shutting down your... Uh, senses or sensory whatever tools that you have is the contrary it's just like being this super um uh, how can i say vigilant human being around without dwelling on one thoughts in particular to be open to all kind of um stimuli that you would have around you and you just have to be so observant. okay it's like cultivating a state of wonder and not knowledge because you're in a state of wonder you're like okay i'm ready i'm listening yeah. what is there to be rather the state of knowledge is a state of i already know it's a state of ego 
I already know, I already <laughs> labeled that tree, and that's how we are talking about the other book of Eckhart Tolle. <laughs> so all in all, it's just like taking a step back to look at things differently, not labeling them already. Looking at the tree that we always see from the window and suddenly trying to, to see it differently, to not call it a tree, to just see it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I guess so. So do you have a word or intention, a letter to our listeners? Something that you want to share with them? An intention? This is is literally like a letter, so I'm just going to read it that way. One friend once wrote me that we're all under the same blue sky. And in these moments, it feels more accurate than ever. Despite the distancing, the curve we're trying to flatten, somehow we are together in this journey. It is just showing us once more that let us be in Nicaragua or Mozambique or whatever, our destinies are intertwined. But the only way we could show up truly for this collective responsibility that is this period we're going through, but just really life in general. We each must arm up with bravery and walk our individual paths. So please take time and seize this opportunity to sit back and think about what what your true calling is. And somehow the way to get there is to cultivate stillness amidst the chaos. I mean, I'm sure we're not going to find it just the first time and whatever whatever it leads us to, um, somehow doing the work is even more important than getting to the goal itself. Remembering that if you're not part of the solution, somehow maybe you're part of the problem. So whatever that call is, I'm sure it all lead us to show up for a better world, maybe a better history, like you were saying, and just this one that we're shaping under the same big blue sky. Oh, that's really nice. Thank you so much, Salva. It just puts us in the mood of, um, I don't know, this is really beautiful. Thank you so much. I was really taken and just hovering <laughs> it's really nice <laughs> i was dreamy thank you so much and i guess everyone is grateful for this we are grateful for this moment we are sharing together in this universe alhamdulillah our paths are connected somehow all of us okay so we're calling it today and we see you in the next episode Thanks for listening to our talk. We had a good time recording it for you. Let us know what was your favorite part. If you liked this episode, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to join the Birds family on Instagram. Please be upon you all.